All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pen15 podcast with me, Cole Carpenter, and Bryce Mulnickel. So in today's episode, we get into a lot of varied topics, some of which we hope to make sure that are clearly more serious than others. And a side note for this episode, we'd like it to be known that there is some explicit language, and due to the... uh, recording of this episode it would ruin the flow to edit it out so this one for anyone at home this one is an explicit episode with that being said please enjoy so a thing that's been going on in pokemon for uh, there's been a lot of complaints within these recent games but if you want to look at pokemon as a whole series literally since the fourth generation i think they started to run out of ideas like i think there's, there's like there's two different ice cream cone Pokemon. One is uh-huh. just a, a ring with keys on it. Like, don't get me wrong. I've been playing Shield, and I absolutely, I absolutely love Wooloo, but it's just a sheep. There's like, Jesus a Pokemon. Christ. There's a Pokemon that is just three floating cogs turning together with eyes. The original game had stuff like that. It was just what was the one? It was just three magnets. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so it's so ridiculous. It's like, what is Metapod? <laughs> like, okay, so Metapod doesn't make any sense to me because if you catch one in the wild, it only knows Harden. But if you evolve yeah. a Caterpie into a Metapod, it knows Tackle. What? Because Caterpie learns Tackle. And you can't unlearn a move unless you have like four or more moves. So, where did the tackle go? How do you not tackle? <laughs> how have you been living? You just how, how do you how? exist? <laughs> it's like, dude, how, you walk into Viridian Forest and you just see a Kakuna lying there just on the ground. Help, help me. Oh. You're like, well, how do I feed you? Do you have a mouth? How do you eat? What do you berries? Like, it's, <laughs> how do you exist? <laughs> I don't. They don't have legs either. They just kind of. They just kind of just chill in there. <laughs> the but mad children. There's a there's a Pokemon. I think it was second generation. That's just two cherries. Just two cherries. Oh, I know what one you're talking about. I don't know the name, but oh, that's. There's a couple that are just like cotton swabs. How about the sword and shield, or the two swords from recent <laughs> games? Oh yeah, we've gotten we've gotten a literal in in Pokemon X and Y. No, actually in in Black and White we got um the Sword and Shield Pokemon. And then in Sword and Shield we got a Sword and then a Shield Pokemon. Yes, Nintendo. Thank you. We went from We went from yellow or we went from red to blue to green to yellow. Then <laughs> we just completely we were like okay cool silver and gold kind of make sense okay following you there fire red leaf green okay fine Pla- diamond pearl okay hmm. black and white alright we're back to the colors thing now x and y what now there's letters chromosomes <laughs> and then it's like Ruby, oh, I forgot Ruby and Sapphire. Ruby and Sapphire. And then, and then 
you get sword and shield. Is it just, is it just what duality now that you need? What what constitutes the parameters for a Pokemon game title? Can I have can I have toenail in in corn chip? <laughs> yes and no. Pokemon yes and no. Facts edition. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Pokemon camcorder. It's like, <laughs> I just. At what point do they just run out of ideas? I think we're gonna have a Pokemon chromosome X and chromosome Y. And, oh was wait, was that oh. not what the theming was? No, I don't think so. I mean, oh. it was it was that in France, so you I never didn't... know what's going on there. Oof. I, I never, I haven't played a game aside from Shield, which I'm playing just about now. Uh, I haven't played a game since Pearl on the DS. Really, no, I remember. Excuse me, I remember doing like all these type of uh, different glitches. I used to have almost every Pokemon. Like I used to have all. I had all of the event Pokemon up until like. Oh, like, like where you'd go to GameStop and scan a code. Dude, I literally went into GameStop. And I would be, I would turn my back to them, and I would take their DS things off the off the thing, and take the little slip for the my Nintendo uh, Life account. And I, I'd take like fifty of them and run out the store and, and take the points and get like event Pokemon off of them because they I would take them off of used games and rental games. I figured. Terrible person. I figured <laughs> if anyone's gonna get them, it's me. Like what the hell? <laughs> But I had look, look, man. Struggle is real. The I needed struggle, them. I needed yeah. it. I, it reminds me of uh, stories. There was this YouTuber I used to watch who would. He's like, look, man. Pokemon was my game. Okay, I had to walk to Walgreens and steal batteries so I could play my Game Boy just so I could touch that shit. And he's, it was, dude. <laughs> I. It was. <laughs> It was so funny. <laughs> Can we talk about how, let's say, two consenting people have sex. They both yeah. don't want a kid. They both understand they don't want a kid. They, u- they, they use preventative me- measures such as birth control and a condom to not have a kid. Now, the girl gets pregnant. The guy wants nothing to do with it. He said, I took every measure I could to make sure, besides, uh, far from abstinence, abstinence, I took every measure I could to not have this kid. I should not be entitled, or that kid should not be entitled to a dime from me. I don't want to play a part in this kid's life, and I don't want to pay child support. Should that person then be forced to pay child support if the mom chooses to keep it? That's what the current system is, though I feel that they shouldn't, obviously. Because, yeah, nobody wanted that kid. Okay, you could make the argument, now that kid is on the planet, so it has to be somebody's responsibility. Um, That's the problem the we've come government. to. First of all, <laughs> the problem we've come to is there's too many people and not enough resources. So, no, I don't agree with your premise. I really don't. We've lost natural selection. I think we should have artificial selection. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have I have I on the show talked about my theory of social selection at all? No. Cuz that that might be an entirely different time. 
Yeah, we'll talk about that another time. But artificial selection, ooh, that that's an idea, right? So basically, if you register to vote, just like how you have to you have to register to be signed up to to uh, be on a jury and also be drafted if there is a draft, you also get a get a number assigned to you or your social security number and every year or five years or something every incremental uh amount of time they draw social security numbers and those people either based on randomness which would be the most fair way to do it or merit would be executed publicly and it would just be like we could turn it into some form of entertainment for society like kind of like the hunger games literally the hunger games yeah. <laughs> just the hunger games but i think uh it could be a little bit more fun than that i think uh i think the hunger games isn't going its full potential with the possibilities of that premise and i think uh we could take it a bit a step farther so cole i think i uh, guess so selective murder selective murder what would be a good way to like make it so it's part of society so it's like a it's not viewed as oh these people just disappear they get off in a van they go so it's like more like an occasion like guys the purge basically so it's like it's like a holiday what if we just family the family gets around the the dining room or the the living room and they they sit around the tv set and they watch countless uh americans and people just you know kill themselves or kill each other it could be um I don't know. Or even not even that. Right. So so that was that was a little facetious because clearly I don't want that whatever. But what if we did the same thing, but instead of killing them slave labor, those people are now slaves. Or what if instead of that, we instead of just drawing random people, people on death row could just be slaves, because if we're saying because one of the. All right. So the, 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 the argument goes like this. If we say murdering is wrong and you should be sentenced to death for murdering somebody, then to kill that person would in itself be wrong. Period. Murder for any reason is wrong. So why don't we instead enslave them to so they can then be contributing to society? They've lost their right. They've done something that has been deemed to be uh, so vile that they can't be on this planet anymore so would they not be better off would it not be better for society if they were contributing and just a slave perhaps it would but have you heard of the eighth amendment <laughs> i have sir i have now ah, yeah. these things called amendments aren't set in stone that's kind ethics. of the point of them huh Amendments aren't set in stone, buddy. That's kind of the point of them. <laughs> you mean they're not set in stone? They're additions or changes to the Constitution. That's as if saying the Constitution is not set in stone. It's not. That's why there's amendments. We try to make it a rare occurrence. There's only what? If you don't, I don't count the first ten because those were part of the original <laughs> Constitution, basically. <laughs> you idiot! You have. What do you mean you don't count the first ten? Why? Because they're just a given. Because no, because, because they, they were they were written at the same time as the Constitution. They're like, okay, oh yeah, enough, let's just enough. add this. Fair enough. 
<laughs> so what? There's been in a 200 plus run of a country's existence, only like just about 20 times have we had to change the core <laughs> fundamental. <laughs> Shut up. So, listen. I think our holidays that we have are getting kind of boring. And I propose they're mostly just commercialism nowadays. Yeah. I propose you and I start our own religion, which be, even if we started ourselves and are open about us creating it, it would be just by by how America treats religion, it would be treated equally as valid as any other religion. And my anecdote mm-hmm. for that would be Pastafarian. Uh, so that being said, we should create our own religion and create our own set of holidays. And yeah, just we should come up with some really fun holiday ideas because I think the ones we kind of have are boring and commercialism and just kind of, they, they don't really have much purpose in them besides, uh, either gluttony or greed. Okay. So first my first idea immediately it's basically exactly christmas right but it's the old school idea of it where if instead of just getting coal or instead of being slapped on the wrist if you're bad the demon krampus literally abducts you and you die everybody <laughs> everybody go <laughs> deal <laughs> Where do we go? Why doesn't he just kill us? What's the point of abducting everybody? Yes. I will move them over here. And then... Like, what? Can't leave the body. Yes. Okay, well. I think it's kind of a lot like... Several gladiatorial combat days. I think there should be a holiday where... You um you only celebrate this holiday if you have more than uh two kids, and okay. your kids then have to prove which of them is the weakest link, and then decide how that one must be executed. <gasps> they have the kids have to decide amongst themselves. Does this include like stepchildren? No, biological. Does this include stepchildren? I don't, yeah, sure. Sure, Cole, it includes stepchildren. (laughs) But I think it would just be fantastic if you could, because then I think uh, how children act and treat their parents would be a lot different. Be a lot less. Maybe maybe it'd even be respectful. Yeah, and that would uh, go to, that would go to solve our overpopulation and resource problem that we seem to be having. So yeah, another another good holiday. The, the elderly and the disabled won't exist in 2020. You know why? Why? We're just gonna kill them. Cole, I got it. What? Festivist. We implement yes. Festivist. Do you know what Festivist is? I think a little bit. Please go over it though. It's from it's from Seinfeld. Basically, it's on Christmas. Everyone gathers. I don't know the specific. There's a lot of weird little tradition things, but George Costanza's dad came up with this. There's everybody in in the family gets around once a year. They get in close. They everybody from the family comes over and they 
they argue all day about any grievances they have with each other. And they, the, all grievances must be stopped. Like it when by the new year, there must be no problems with anybody. That's beautiful. Yeah. People should uh, air out their grievances for the holidays before the new year. But, huh. Try to think of a good holiday. Honestly, that would solve so many issues. And cause a lot more. Fair enough. <clears throat> this is this is assuming like huh? anti monogamy day. Wait, binogamy day. Binogamy day. <laughs> okay. Put to ear. <laughs> Polygamy. Polygamy. Oh, polygamy. There, I figured it out. Polygamy, polygamy day. Month. Polygamy day. Poly gay. Right, so Polygamy Day basically is a day where you get one opportunity to sleep with somebody who isn't your significant other. Boom. Hmm. You just just bring back the seventies, make it those swinger parties. Actually, cool. Why do you think prostitution is illegal? Do you think it's because it can't be taxed, or do you think there's a deeper reason? Because I feel like the day the, the at the age we're at now, we could definitely figure out a way to tax it. Illegal immigrants yeah. pay taxes. I think strippers and hookers could pay taxes. I think brothels should completely be allowed for those parts of. So, involuntary celibates, otherwise known as incels, are people who cannot, for the life of them, attain sexual desires with another person and it is at no fault of their own obviously they're trying their hardest they, they, they just can't make it happen for these people who where i would say a basic fundamental reason for life and a lot of what gives somebody purpose is family and raising children and loving somebody and taking care of somebody so for people to not have access to that because maybe they were born looking a certain way or they just aren't appealing to the opposite gender. Well, I think brothels and uh, prostitutes would allow a good outlet for people like those. And yeah, Not I just for the I, I don't. Hmm. We were that? saying like raising a family. Last I checked, that wasn't the intent of a brothel. Yeah. Well. But but the companionship and being with somebody was what I was trying to really get at. Yeah. Because our sex drive is is because our it like we need to make a family, we need to continue the species, and that's what the sex drive is. And so to to sub, subdue that would just be I mean, everyone's heard of uh post ejaculation uh clarity where Basically, well, if you're if you're a female, you, you might not know about this, but guys think clearer after ejaculating. Like it's like the whole the whole sexual aspect of trying to get on the internet are that someone does that before every important decision they make in life. Yeah, because it it's like fogging your your ability to think because whether or not you know it subliminally, there are like there are factors that go into your decision making that are based around your sexual your sex drive 
and you don't have a real control over it. So if you if you ejaculate, boom, that that's gone basically. And I don't know where I was really going with that, but it's pretty My much a limiter. Superpower. It's gone. <laughs> Damn it. Uh but no, it, it's probably mm-hmm. illegal just due to taxing, to be absolutely perfectly honest. Do you think vaccines should be mandated? Yes. Yes. But but there, there's an there's an there's a decent argument against it, right? You I think can't... unless you have an actual problem against it, like the people who can't take them. Well, here's the thing. Oh, wait, have you, dude? Have you seen those people who are like, my daughter, <laughs> my daughter got vaccinated and it turned her retarded. No. All right, <laughs> listeners. You mean listeners? <laughs> listeners. When that is just a coincidence of timing, countless doctors have have debunked that. Where at where the autism coming out at shortly after the injections have to do with when the injections take place, like the age of the injections being done, which is usually the same time around children, and the age of autism signs being shown, which is around the same time. And so they're like, they're just like, oh, correlation equals causation. And it, it's just not a recipe for success or productive society. But, and then you've got that original paper that sparked all of the anti-vaxxers, which was debunked and, you know, critically disowned by nine out of ten of its writers. Listen. And the last one doesn't I, even actively support it. They just let's, haven't come out against say, it. Let's just say, for argument's sake, that vaccines undisputably work and do not, and do not detriment you in any way. All right. You should you then still should be should you then be able to still tell somebody that they have to take that needle, that they have to inject it into their body. You because you as another human being who was born on the same space rock as I am, do not have any right to tell me what kind of liquid I have to inject into my body. I don't care if it's I'm going sorry, to but herd immunity. We, we have to maintain that at a p- certain point. It's responsibility for infecting others is what it could possibly be. Yeah, but then but then it gets tricky because you're playing with people's freedom. What if there's someone who's completely so you're going to force anti-vaxxers to to like make their children and them like get vaccinated against their will? How do you even do that? Like you're going to sit in a room, you're going to have doctors holding someone down and injecting stuff into their arm. Does not does that not seem scary to you a little dystopian that that we're like, it's good for I you. Think- we're, we're, doing, we're looking out for you. We're trying to do what's best. Come on, take your medicine. And it's the government literally holding you down and forcing you to inject something into your body, which you personally, which you might believe has adverse, like negative effects that could incredibly like screw you over, which that's what I you believe. You have to, there should be a detriment in some form. You should maybe have to pay more into medical treatments for others who you can basically end up harming via hurting the herd. Oh, yeah, like something like, like that. Or, or, or there's just 
instead of instead of hurting people who don't get who don't get vaccinated, why don't you benefit people who do? It's give tax incentives to like people who get their children vaccinated. Cole, what's your favorite war and why? My favorite war? And why? Hmm. I'd have to go with the children's crusade. Oh, would you like to explain what that is? <laughs> so, for anybody who doesn't know, the crusades were a period in time around medievalish time where we would we would send we would send holy soldiers to the holy land to Jerusalem in order to take it back. And no joke, we sent a like a a mass ton of children to go try and take back the Holy Land, and they just died to a bunch of Muslims. Gasp. (laughs) I love how you said they died to a bunch of Muslims. That's walking the line, buddy. You are toting the line there, but I love it. I encourage it. That is perfectly acceptable speech. And yes, it is. It's not entirely inaccurate. It's not at all inaccurate. They, they children did get slaughtered by a bunch of uh, Muslims during the Crusades. Yep. Yes, <laughs> happened. No, the the Crusades were a great era. Just I like the aesthetic and the idea of a, a crusader. Like, you know, the concept of like paladins or clerics in a lot of games, stuff like that's interesting. <laughs> Cool. Listen. Yeah. I think we should ban cars. Cars Why? are the number one cause of deaths and automobile accidents. All right. Cars cause more deaths on the road than guns do. Okay. Cars kill more people than breast cancer does. We need to ban cars. Absolutely. You could take a car hypothetically. Car could be a, a weapon of mass. You could take a car and drive it through Central uh, Time uh, Times Square. Just you could just do that. There's nothing stopping I think, you. I think we need to ban stairs. Think yeah, you could it. fall down and hit your head, dude. Over over seventy five percent of stair related related accidents happen on the stairs. You could, dude. You could take somebody's head and bash it off of the stairs and kill them with them. I say we ban stairs. They're too dangerous. We can't trust them in the hands of society. They were built to kill. That's why they were made. They're a weapon of mass destruction. I want no. Think and, about this. Think about this. If you do, if you do anything like that, if 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 you somehow kill a person, they died. That contributed to someone dying. I think we need to ban people. Oh, oh, yeah. Prevent it before it no. starts. No, yeah. You know what? I say we ban life because all life dies. It's cruel. We just can't. We can't let it happen. No, yeah, because if we let people live, then they're just eventually going to die. Cool. Exactly. Like, this is a serious problem that, that people just aren't talking about today, and I, I really think we need to address this. Yeah. We need to get on this. Now, what do you think about licking batteries? Disclaimer. We here on the Pen15 Podcast do not actually lick batteries. It's a joke, people.
<laughs> What's your position on batteries that? where you lick the two parts? Yes. <laughs> I would do that. I, I kept a battery in my room for from ages like eight to, to ten. Just <laughs> with a just a D battery that I would lick. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Yum, monks, <laughs> crunch. <laughs> Could you imagine biting into a battery acid? Could you imagine injecting black tar battery acid into your? Cool. Yes. People thought it was a good idea to inhale butane. What? You know, it's called a whippet. Excuse, excuse me, what? You know how you can like inhale paint? They do it with butane. <laughs> it's called a whippet. You've never heard of a whippet? That that's a brand of butane. It leaves butane. Coal. <laughs> it leaves holes in your brain. It literally <gasps> it it gets into your brain and just starts melting it, dude. People who do whippets are damaged for life. Like Not completely. Propane? <laughs> no, you can't whip propane. It's a liquid. God it would damn just, it. Would freeze your fucking lungs. Isn't propane like kept liquid in the tank? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude. I want to drink like, propane. If you're in an environment where you can drink propane, I think you have bigger problems than your need to drink propane. Such as, the, such as the air around you being less than 200 degrees Fahrenheit or below zero. Or the pressure being enough to either, well, is it, is it crush me or is it make me explode due to decompression? Make you uh, cube. <laughs> It'll cube you. Minecraft, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so listen... I've heard I've heard flat earth theory, don't buy it. I've heard globe earth theory, don't buy it. Well, I will propose my own theory. It's a donut. Are you ready? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's stupid. It's a dome. We're living on the flat side of it. No, actually, no. We're living we're living on the flat side of it and the uh, the round part of the dome is our atmosphere. What? Yeah, it's a dome. And on and on the other side of the dome, do you know what there is? <clears throat> the dark what? side of the moon. That's where they keep it. That's where they keep that's, it, Cole. That's where it's at. <laughs> They're hiding it. They're hiding it from us. Dude. <laughs> They're putting chemicals into the air to turn the friggin' atmosphere gay. Do you understand me? Gay atmosphere. <laughs> Dude, listen. Yeah. Carbon emissions will kill us. They have already started to kill us. Louisiana is underwater. Did we yep. talk about this with you? No. Louisiana, uh, like a big chunk of it is underwater right now. There yep. were there were native Indian tribes who lived there 
And now they live in canoes because they refuse to live or move. Like it's in it there. There's entire roads that are just underwater in this place, and it's just like at at some point we've got to say, all right, stop it with the whole carbon shebang, because it, it's gonna gonna end up fucking us. And it kind of it, is. It, it, it really is. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's funny. Th- that makes me think of something. So yeah. I was I was watching a video about how we could possibly, you know inhabit mars and the Mm -hmm. whole process the whole process starts with well you have to worry about the solar winds which would knock away any attempts to create an atmosphere uh long story short what you'd do is you'd place an orbital like electromagnet that's not the important part of it but then it was like okay we need to get gases into the air to create an atmosphere and and the person talking about it said luckily for us we're dealing with the we're dealing with human beings. We just love to pump carbon into the air. <laughs> Do you know Elon Musk's uh, idea of getting water back um, onto most of Mars is by bombing it with nukes? He says nuke the polar ice caps of the of Mars. Will that not irradiate irradiate the water? There we go. Well, it depends on like. Nuclear. Listen, they had to kill every animal in the county of Chernobyl. Okay. They killed goddamn near everything that was like, like districts past Chernobyl. Everything like they, they shot, they shot cats, dude. You're telling me that that's from a little, that's from a little leaky, little leaky nuclear plant, but you're going to bomb the polar ice caps and the water will be fine when when Chernobyl's water is going to be unusable for more than 100 years? What are well, you trying to say to me? Not about, I don't... Th- dude, dude, have you seen... Dude, there's, this Chernobyl, there's this Chernobyl show, and it's so yeah. good. So there's, there's... Do you know how a reactor works? You know how there's lead yeah. around... The- around the things so the chernobyl explosion happens and the guy walks over to a piece of lead on the ground goes what's this and picks it up and i was like oh my god (gasps) no no how do you still have hands but he picked it up (laughs) he picked it up and within a day he was like melted (laughs) he was just gone yeah it, it, yeah, there's like lead cylinder, like sort of pipe tube things, and um, they they hold the uranium, and they like make sure there's no like air around it or whatever, and yeah. that absorbs all of the radiation. And he picked a chunk of it up, and was like, "What? How are you what alive?" Are we- that was one of the most terrifying watching the Chernobyl documentary or not even, I think it was, it was kind of, it was like half documentary, half like historical Expedition. TV show. But, oh yeah. yeah. But um, it, it was a genuinely terrifying thing because like, if that happens, you're fucked. This lady like in two towns over from like Chernobyl, two cities over from Chernobyl. And she's like, what do you, what do we do? Cause this physicist was trying to warn everybody. Or the, like she's like, you guys gotta go, like now. 
and everyone was like the Ukraine or the the government was like nah fuck that I I don't feel like it this isn't as big of a problem as we we don't want to listen to our physicists here and the the lady was like in the other town and she's like what do we what do you want me to do about it because I'll listen to you I know you're smarter than these niggas so what do you want me to do about it she's like here take this iodine pill it just ran out of the fucking building dude she's like you take she gave her a bottle of iodine pills she's like take one of these every hour and you just but leave the area like as soon as possible and she was two cities over and like being there for hours yeah them being in chernobyl like the main characters being in chernobyl for as long as they did they weren't even like around the plant they were just in the town of chernobyl trying to deal with the crisis they died five years later because of that just because they were in chernobyl for so long and they were in it for like three days so yeah yeah radiation death and poisoning is one of the most terrifying things i've ever encountered not that I've, you know, encountered it in the field of reality or, or whatnot, but you know, I've seen seen a couple, couple of those TV shows. You know what I'm talking about? A couple of those movies. You know, I see it. I see what goes on down there, and I don't like it. <laughs> I am anti radiation. That is my stance on radiation. I'm against it, and I think it should be banned. You've got to ban radiation. You got it. I say, dude, world hunger. We ban starvation. Uh, why didn't I think of this? Nobel? <laughs> Nobel? <laughs> Hand it over. Uh, dude, all right. That will about do it for this episode of the Pen15 Podcast. We'll see you all next episode.